Starscream, what are you listening to? Nothing, Megatron. Don't lie to me, Starscream, or I will scatter your circuits throughout the stars. Fine. It's a podcast. It's a podcast what? Uh, it's a podcast, almighty oh Megatron. I see. You have no idea what it is, do you? Of course I do. A podcast, of course. With the power of this podcast, we will soon strip this pathetic planet of all its energon. I thought we were looking for the Allspark. The what? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Late Seating. I am Jason Harding. And I'm Steve Shives. And on this show, we take a classic movie and see if it lives up to its reputation, whether that reputation is good or bad. And this time around, its reputation is is successful. <laughs> yes. Its, its reputation is sold lots of tickets. Oh, yeah, sold lots of tickets, and, and there's been so many sequels because the foreign market drives Hollywood now oh, or something. I, that's That's got to be it. It's the only explanation I can think of. Uh, hey, Steve, uh-huh. what movie are we going to be reviewing this time around? We're going to be reviewing that um, science fiction action epic adventure movie toy movie uh it's it's, it's a toy movie it's, it's a it's a toy it's a toy movie it's it's okay here's uh-huh. you know what it is it's the movie that took a series that was a toy commercial and made it into a movie that's a car commercial <laughs> it's <laughs> it's the first in the the deathless undying franchise why won't it die the original 2007 live action transformers that's what we're reviewing Yay, Yay! Transformers the movie. Yay! I love it when the giant planet guy no. is like eating oh, everybody. Oh no no! And then oh, no, remember no. when Optimus Jason. Prime got shot? No, Jason. And they had to take out the hero. Jason. And he turned, ja- what? That's not it. That's not the movie. But I have, I have the light. <laughs> I have the power. You got to touch. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, Transformers. Yeah, the other one. Great. That, I, yeah. Can we just say what we feel now and just <laughs> stop? Please, let's let's not drive ourselves insane by trying to let's summarize do a this six plot. Six-minute review, please. <laughs> um. Yay, Transformers! Hey, Steve. Uh huh. Do you have any trivia? I do have some trivia. This for Michael Bay's Transformers. This this first little nugget of trivia, I'm sure, will be shocking not only to you but to all of our fine listeners. Did you? I am preparing my aghast face. <laughs> Did you know that this movie had a release date set before it had a script or a cast? Uh, uh, it's Hollywood. Baby. And did you also know that by the time it was released, it had added a cast? Yay! Um, <laughs> this is also <laughs> this is also the only live-action Transformers movie so far not to be nominated for Worst Picture at the Golden Raspberry Awards. That must have been. I a pr- don't care about the Golden Raspberry Awards. <laughs> but just imagine what it. Do you know how many good movies got nominated by the Golden Raspberry Awards because they base it off of popular criticism? But just think how bad of a year that had to be for this movie to not even be nominated. Oh yeah. Whew, what a stinker! It was. 
gear. It was bad. It was a bad year. It came out with that Hitler is actually nice movie that came out, <laughs> and everyone was like, wow. Hitler is actually nice. Hey, wait a minute. By comparison, this Transformers movie is pretty good. Hitler is actually nice. There was that Hit the Baby movie, and we're like, what? <laughs> it's... <laughs> Two and a half hours of hitting babies? No one's going to want to see that. I'll rather watch Michael Bay's Transformers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it, that's, right? that's all. That's, that's all the trivia that I have. Good. So we can start going into who made it, yeah, right? Yeah, please. Let's, I, I, let's read their names for the record. For the record. Transformers was directed by Michael Bay. And, you know, he makes other movies with explosions in it. And um, girls... Who don't have anything to do. Nope. <laughs> nope. It was produced by Lorenzo Di Bonventura, and he also has produced the other Transformer movies. Tom DeSanto, who has also produced all the rest of the Transformers movie. Don Murphy has done the same fucking thing as the other three. And um, <laughs> Ian Bryce, who is responsible for producing such things as Howard the Duck and Speed and Twister. Screenplay by Robert Roberto Orsi, who who also wrote Star Trek, the remake, mm-hmm. and Watchmen. And Alex Kurtzman, who also wrote Star Trek and, and um, Watchmen. And the latest, The Mummy. <laughs> or just call it, yeah, it's The Mummy. The, the Tom Cruise one that nobody saw. No, I'm not talking about Picard. Oh. I'm talking about... <laughs> <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Damn! Talking about that one with Tom Cruise. Ah, that was good. I didn't see that coming. That was good. He's yeah. Now he's in charge of Star Trek. That's right. He is. Yeah. That great. Are we all happy? I I mean, I I would just. I I would not have given him the job based on this movie. I'll tell you that much. Nope. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. Story by John Rogers, and and he also is the screenplay person that's responsible for that that great movie that we all sit down and watch at Christmas time, Catwoman. Oh God, that was so long before this too, and he still gets work. Yeah. Why? And also Roberta Orsi and Alex Kurtzman, based on Transformers by Henry James Thoreau. No, by. <laughs> <laughs> One of his lesser-known works, but and you know the adaptations have been very popular. That's right. Yeah. No, by here's the credit by Hasbro, <laughs> who's brought you other things such as GI Joe and um. There's another. Is there another Hasbro product? Oh, I don't Not know. There. I don't know. Probably. Know. I, you kids probably know. <laughs> I love that Hasbro gets credit. Like Hasbro is a person. Like the toy company came to life and created Transformers all by itself. <laughs> like it wasn't people actually working there. <laughs> it wasn't actually them buying Japanese toys and rebranding them in the United States. <laughs> Starring. Shia the Beef as Sam Witwicky. And we all know Shia from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and Nymphomaniac. And he's got a, a great movie out right now called Honey Boy. I'll go watch that instead of this. Um, also from his very public mental breakdowns and bizarre behavior. Yeah. But apparently he's got his head screwed on, right? Because I think he institutionalized himself. Yeah, and now and he's also, you know, he was in that uh, he was in that Sia video and he's in all those animated gifs where he tells you to do things or just do it just do it he's not he's not specific no well that's what's that's what's so beautiful about it is that it can apply to literally anything that's right murder <laughs> i think i want to murder my husband Le- just leaving do it. your <laughs> leaving your family <laughs> just do it 
Ah, Tyrese Gibson as Sergeant Robert Epps, and he's in all the fat, well, a lot of the Fast and Furious movies. Anthony Anderson as Glenn Whitman. Um, he's only really done Transformers. He's been in other shit, but it's been it was shit, and he's also (laughs) been in the Transformer movies. Megan Fox as Michaela Baines, and she's um done. She was in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. Yes, that's right. And others. (laughs) Exactly. Rachel Taylor is Maggie Madsen. Uh, John Turturro is Agent Seymour Simmons. And we all know John Turturro. We used to really like him and had a high opinion of him until this movie and the next movie. Because I don't know why he he must need money because I don't know why he's in hey, this. Do you? Crit- critical respect. Don't pay the rent, buddy. <laughs> But you know him. He's in Barton Fink yeah. and, and Do the Right Thing and a bunch of other movies. Bunch of Coen Brothers yeah. movies. Yeah. yeah, he's a really great actor. John Voight as John Keller. And John Voight is known as, uh, he did Midnight Cowboy. And uh, that's pretty much it. Deliverance. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. He's done uh, He's done movies all the way going back. Anaconda. He's like the only reason to watch Anaconda. Except for the Anaconda. Except for the Anaconda, which does show up from time to time. Right, exactly. Uh, Michael O'Neill is Tom Banachek. (laughs) Kevin Dunn is Ron Witwicky, and he's done a shit ton of television. Mm -hmm. You'll recognize him instantly. Um, Julie White as Judy Witwicky, and she was in Lincoln. Amory Nolasco as ACWO Jorge Fig Figueroa. Nothing. Uh, Zach Ward as First Sergeant Donnelly, and you guys know him better as Scott Farkas from A Christmas Story. Oh, good for him getting work. Mm-hmm. Getting work after all these years in it, right? W. Morgan Shepard as Captain Archibald Wickwicky, and you know him from Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And MacGyver. Uh, you know him from Star Trek. <laughs> Bertie Mac as cameo guy. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> As Bobby Bolivia, the guy who sells a car. Um, John Robinson as Miles Lancaster. Nothing. Travis Van Winkle as Trent DeMarco. Nothing. Glenn Morshower as Colonel Sharp. And he's better known as a character in 24. Yeah. And he's another one of those guys that you'll probably recognize, even if you don't quite know where from. He's been in tons of stuff. But Jason, I hear Steve not say. But Jason, <laughs> but you're so handsome. <laughs> what, Steve? You're so handsome. What about all the Transformers? You didn't mention a single Transformer. In yeah. This. You're right, Steve. Very observant. How did they the make the sound? Yeah, shh, I'm did... talking to Steve. <laughs> when the Transformers talk, what makes them make the sounds? Okay, here's what makes the sounds. Peter Cullen is Optimus Prime, and he was the voice of Optimus Prime from the original cartoon show, and it's the only good thing in the movie. <laughs> he was the, he also known as throwing the fans a bone. Uh-huh. Here you go, you whiny nerds. We'll give him the same voice. Mark Ryan as Bumblebee, and I don't remember him talking at, at all. But apparently, he did the voice of Bumblebee, and uh, <laughs> this actor was in Black Sails, that TV show about pirates. Um, Darius McCrary is Jazz, and he was the older brother in Family Matters. Yeah. What a career. <laughs> um, Robert Foxworth is Ratchet, and he, boy, oh boy. 
So much TV. Look him up. As soon as you see his face, you'll go, oh my God, he's been in everything. Oh, yeah. Jess Harnell is Ironhide, and you'll know him better as Wacko Warner from the Animaniacs. Hugo Weaving as pay me a gazillion dollars for five lines. <laughs> the smartest man in Hollywood. Hugo Weaving is Megatron. And um, you know Hugo Weaving. He was in the Lord of the Rings and the Matrix and a whole bunch of other stuff. And he was slumming it. <laughs> Just slumming it. Go walk in, say five lines, earn five yeah, gajillion I mean, dollars and walk out. They must have had some extra money in the budget because I'm pretty sure Frank Welker would have done this for $20 and a handshake. But, uh-huh. but they said, no, we're going to put millions of dollars in the pockets of Hugo Weaving. Well, they considered it, and then I don't know. It wouldn't have mattered. He only has five lines to Yeah, dialogue. I mean, and they're lines that any other character could have said. Yeah. Um, Jim Wood is Bone Crusher? Nothing. Rena Wilson is Frenzy? Nothing. Charlie Adler is Starscream. And you know him better as Buster Bunny from the Looney, Looney Tunes show. That's right. War- what was it called? Uh, 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 Looney Tune Adventures. T- Tiny Tunes. Tiny Tune Adventures, Tiny- yeah. Fuck it. Fucking Warner the, the, Animation. The ripoff the, of the Looney Tunes that Steven Spielberg bankrolled in the early 90s. It's, it's the show that we all had to sit through for a few years before they made Animaniacs. And then we were like, oh, okay, this is better. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Music by Steve Jablonski. Oops, forgot to do my research. Cinematography by Mitch Armin- Amundsen. Oops, Jason passed out. Edited by Paul Rubel and Glenn Scantleberry. Where'd Jason go? He walked away from his computer, muttering Transformers under his breath. Oh, wait. Thomas A. Muldoon also edited three. Three editors. <laughs> three editors. Three. Yep. Three of them. Yep. Three coked up editors. <laughs> More explosion. <laughs> three coked up editors who did not have a screen to look at, apparently, judging by. Is there any way that we can linger on her body even longer? <laughs> Michael, how much how much B real footage did you get of Megan Megan Fox? <laughs> oh, excuse me. I drop I I drop my Tic Tacs, and then she bends over to get them. <laughs> it's vital to the story, and it's suddenly in the golden hour. It's, <laughs> it's very important to the story that she drops her Tic Tacs and takes ten minutes bending over to pick them up. That's right. That's right. That's absolutely right. Production company, DreamWorks Pictures, Paramount Pictures, Hasbro, fucking around with movies, and D Bonventura Pictures. Ah, it took a lot. Yeah, yeah, it took a lot. Like way more than it was necessary. Distributed by DreamWorks Pictures and Paramount Pictures. Release date, July 3rd, 2007. Running time, 143 minutes. Budget, $150 million. Box office, $709.7 million. And you know what the worst thing was? What? Watching Steven Spielberg shill a movie that he absolutely has no interest in and does not understand what the Transformers are. No, no. As he sits there and he tries to legitimize this movie because he's Steven Spielberg. And we're like, oh, yeah, Steven Spielberg was totally into Transformers. This was a passion project. Yeah. He really wanted to get this off the ground. He was on the set every day. That's why he directed it. (laughs) Just think about this, Steven, and see if you can sleep at night. If it weren't for your name attached to it, this movie may not have ever even been made. That's true. So just, you know, hope enjoy your Oscars. <laughs> not for this no, movie. Oh, no, oh, thank God, not for this movie. Okay, Steve. Uh, yeah. 
You ready to go into the world of Transformers? No. Well, fuck you. We're going. I don't want to go back. We're locked in. I don't want. You don't have a choice now. I don't want to go back. Okay, let's fuck it. Let's do it. Let's just do it. Come on, let's get into this Volkswagen bug. Oh, good. And we'll and we'll go back to the cartoon series. Yeah, can we please? That even though it was awful, it was an awful. It had more charm. Than this fucking movie did, and we'll just hang out with them out in the desert fighting over energon. Sure, okay? can we? Can we just live in that base in the side of a mountain? <laughs> that was the that ark. Was, it got crashed. That into was the their mountain. ship. That was their ship. That but it's but that's where they ship. lived. Well, lived. That's yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's where Optimus had his apartment, his little kitchenette. <laughs> yeah, he's just kicking back, drinking some energon. <laughs> Ding dong. Come in. Oh, Ironhide, come in. Sorry, it's a little messy. Wasn't expecting company. <laughs> just watching some porno. <laughs> just watching some porno. <laughs> like we do. Because <sighs> we're totally robots. It's like, and yeah. Later on, it's, def- it's definitely there are male and female robots. Yep. How we procreate? I, Fuck if I, I don't know. know. There's a lot of backstory that is best unexplored. <sighs> All right, Steve. Yeah. You ready? Let's go. Come okay, on. let's do it. Let's just do it. Okay. <sighs> Yay. As we rocket into the world of Transformers. Steve, yeah. talk for an hour. I'm going to lie down. <laughs> so we start with uh, the voice of Optimus Prime. And he's telling us a bunch of terror to leave the theater. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> um, I just want to say up front, I'm sorry. I didn't write this. I didn't. No, I used to be a hero. I don't know what I am. Now. He uh, he's narrating a bunch of of really terrible backstory that is completely different from the terrible backstory of the cartoon. They said, "No, we're going to make up our own terrible backstory." So, oh yay! Um, <laughs> So the backstory about this movie is there there was this thing called the All Spark and it was this this thing that creates what? that creates life somehow and okay. and they had a planet named Cybertron once upon a time and things went Yay. like and everything went tits up on Cybertron for some reason. I know that word Cybertron. Cybertron from the from the old show. And right. and then the Allspark got thrown out into space or something and they've been looking for it and they're like where's How did that happen? I don't know. They, somebody kicked it and they were, you know, and it just went into space and they've been looking for it all these years. And they're like, where's the all spark? And then somebody was like, why are they looking for it? What happened on Cybertron? Didn't it kill everybody or something? I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> something happened. There were some bad robots that there wanted, were bad robots. Yeah. The bad robots are the Decepticons and they wanted it. Yeah. And the good robots are the Autobots and they want it. And it's on earth now. Right. And now they're like, it's on earth. Let's go to earth. So that's what's happening. Yeah. And so now they want to go to earth to find, find it. Yeah. So, and that's okay. And uh, yeah, but don't expect to see any Transformers for a long, long, long time, though. No, because we go to Qatar. Yeah, uh, Qatar, Middle East, as opposed to the other Qatar. They, I love how they have the little, yeah. they have the little lower third we, to let us not know. Not the Qatar in the Arctic yeah, no, Circle? not the other Qatar, the Middle Eastern Qatar. Yeah, yeah, and and you ruined this movie for me. I thought, okay, <laughs> I was hoping it was the other. It Qatar, was the other Qatar, in the Middle East. Um, and there are some American soldiers yeah. there. They're flying to their base. Yeah, and we get to watch them not develop any character. Yeah, and one guy is like calling his wife. He wants to see his baby girl, and everybody's like, "Woohoo, we're Americans!" And then a helicopter. 
um, that they thought, hey, isn't that helicopter shot down? Comes back and lands at the base. Yeah. And and he says, hey, helicopter, stand down. And and then instead, it transforms into a robot. <laughs> it stands up. Uh, and it uh, kills everybody. It kills everybody, except, of course, the characters that we already met a few minutes ago. They all survive. Yeah, yeah. and then it lets out some kind of jamming field that blocks all communication channels and he's shooting and and blowing up stuff and guys get flares shot in their face and um then the robot finds the base's mainframe sure and he downloads all the information until they cut the computer's hard line and they they say you don't go with (laughs) it and then he destroys everything and everybody yeah Right? Yeah. Except for those guys that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, luckily they escaped. <laughs> and then Blackout has a baby. Yeah, he has a little scorpion baby. <laughs> and so he poops that into the sand <laughs> and is like, go go get those guys. Yeah. And we're like, wait, okay, so switching gears here, we went from, hey, we're from Cybertron, and we're looking for this AllSpark thing, and look at us shooting through the air like meteors, I guess. Now let's go to Africa. Now we're in Africa, and now we cut to America. Yeah, and and it's and it's, it's Shia LaBeouf. Yep, Sam. Yeah, Sam Will. And he's given he's... some kind of report in school uh-huh, about what? about his grandfather, who was a famous explorer. Sure, he was. Yeah, and he went to the Arctic Circle, and then he found something, but he didn't. He he says that he found a giant man frozen in the ice, but nobody believed him. They thought he went crazy. Yeah, and, and he did. And he, End of movie. And, yeah. and also he has all these artifacts that belonged to his great grandfather that he's selling yeah. so he can raise money for a car that he already has the money to buy. Uh-huh. So, Wait, what? Yes. Yes. So there's also that. There's what? That he, he has money already, he, but he's selling. He's selling his precious family artifacts to raise money for a car that in the very next scene we find out he already has the money to buy. Oh yeah. So that's just it's it, that's it's a very well plotted film, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Also, Sam's teacher is not pleased with no, him. No, but he talks him into giving him a name. Yeah, and so that he can go to his daddy and go, "Let's buy a car." Yeah, I'm so glad that this character we just met, who seems like kind of an asshole, is going to get to buy a car. But that's okay because his dad's an asshole because <laughs> yes. he's like, "Okay," and he drives him into a Porsche dealership. <laughs> and then he's like, "Psych! Fuck you, son! You ain't getting a Porsche." And then he drove him to a used car dealership that only exists in, in movies. Yeah, a, a dealership and, where they can sell cars that they don't even have the title to, apparently. Right, I guess. <laughs> because nobody knows where the Camaro Because there's no way from. that Bumblebee has a title unless he transformed one in his glove <laughs> yeah. compartment. When the fucking guy, the Bernie Mac guy, has never even seen the car before. Nope. And then uh, Bumblebee blows up all the windows in the other cars, which for some reason convinces Bernie Mac to sell Sam the car. I have yeah. no idea how those two things are related to each other at all, but that's what happens yeah, in the scene. What kind of car is it? It's a yellow bug, right? Oh. Because that's what Bumblebee was, was a Volkswagen bug. Oh, no, no. Actually, it's a yellow Camaro. Why? Because Michael Bay thought that if people saw the yellow oh, bug, they more, would think yeah. it was like Herbie. No one gets a boner over a yellow bug. 
Right, except people who like the Transformers. Wait, did he really think it would get confused with her? The, I, yes, I read that. That's what he thought. He thought he said he didn't want to remind people. The movie that no one knows about, no one cares about. Yeah, yeah. Just imagine, imagine directing a Transformers movie, and in in no, in two thousand in two thousand seven. And being worried that people would confuse one of the most famous Transformers with Herbie the Love Bug. <laughs> uh. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's a Camaro, and he buys the car, and uh, the car, it's, I mean, and it, after, even after it, it, it blows up all the, the windshields of the other cars, there's just something funny about the car. It's just, it's just mm. weird. But I think before we get more into that, we cut to yet another but story. But then they haggle over the price. Oh, that's right. Cause yeah, cause Bernie Mac wants to sell this car that he's never even seen before for $5,000, but Sam, uh. but Sam only has 4,000. Yeah, and and even though he has no paperwork for said car, he still sells it. Sure. And they leave without any way of registering. <laughs> like, exactly. How do they register this car? Cut to th- the natural p- jumping off point where you want to go to. The Panacon. Yeah. Also identified with a title after we get an external establishing shot of the Pentagon. Of the Pentagon, yeah. yeah. And we meet um, John Keller, who's John Boyce, and... He's talking to a team of computer people. Yeah. And and they want to know who attacked the base in Qatar. Yeah. And they haven't heard from anybody. And all they have is the sound of this signal. And, um, yeah, so that was important. And that's where we meet Maggie, who's like a computer girl. She heads up the team because she graduated from college, like, yesterday. Yeah. Because she's, like, 20. Sure. And she's a computer genius. And also, she's pretty, and the camera doesn't ogle her quite as much as it does Megan Fox, just to prove that Michael Bay is not sexist. Well, she's the smart one. That's right. She has glasses on, and her hair's in a ponytail. Yeah, she would never wear a half top. No, she's, yeah, she's educated, so she's not sexy. That's right. So Sam takes his car out, and he's driving around, and he runs up against his crush, (gasps) which is Michaela Baines. Yeah. And um, some of the guys that she hangs out with who are all like, we're like jocks and stuff. Unless we haven't covered it. Shia LaBeouf is Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) Young Shia LaBeouf. So he's a fucking nerd. He's just a nerd. nerdy. Yeah. Yeah. And and the jocks are all like, fuck you and your stupid car. Your classic Camaro. And he's like, "You you guys have brain damage from playing football or something and they're defeated and they walk (laughs) off and they commit suicide (laughs) oh that really bummed me out and then Michaela leaves the jock yeah she breaks up with her jock boyfriend that's right she's like I'm done with you because the the male lead for the movie's here (laughs) and despite the fact that there's no way that anybody involved is in high school especially me I'm going to go and hook up with this guy that I don't know because we're going to become romantically involved because nerds need to have us. They need hope. I guess. They need hope, Steve. Sure. Jesus Christ. Okay, so she goes and um, Sam is there with one of his friends and he kicks him out of the car so he can give her a ride. And she's like, sure, because I have to be hot for you because the the script says so. (laughs) And um, 
he everything is like totally cool and then all of a sudden the car stops working oh no and 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 they're like near a like a makeout spot for some reason and um then the radio starts playing um music that's very suggestive Weird. because the the car apparently is invested in Sam Witwicky getting his dick wet <laughs> yes the the car is a budding sexual predator is what yeah. this boils down to and then it turns out Michaela knows a whole lot about cars and she opens the hood and she likes the engine and she's trying to find what's going on and I think I misinterpreted this the scene Steve You did I think Bumblebee wants to get fondled by her no, d- the music isn't for Sam. Oh, the music is for her because she lifts his lid and then starts fucking around with his stuff. And he's probably like, finally. <laughs> finally, I can have sex with a human, which is my greatest <laughs> dream as a robot from space. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we just back up for a second, though? How, uh, Do we have to? She knows about cars, right? Yeah. But she's a sexy girl. What are you talking How about? can a sexy girl know about cars? That does, sexy girls I know, don't it's, know it's, about it's, cars. Sexy girls don't know about no. anything about except for being sexy. This is it, it's so unexpected that she would be a sexy girl who knows about cars. Michael Bay is heavily invested in empowerment. Oh, didn't you notice that with oh. all of the logging? You know, looks at her midriff and ass and her it. legs and everything else. I and get it. Sam can't possibly be interested in her in her personality. He just wants to rub his little angry little thorn all over her body and that's what he wants but but because she knows how to work on cars i if i were a father i could actually take my young daughter to this movie and she could see this character and realize that she can do anything okay if that's what you want to take away from it you're gonna make me sick in a second <laughs> you're gonna make you're gonna make me sick i i'm gonna move anyway, on anyway the car starts working up. again she, and <laughs> she can't fix the car she's gonna leave oh, that's right, yeah. and then the the stupid car starts playing another song that's like baby come back and and the car turns on and sam gets gets her and gives her a ride home the end the end of the movie uh, over if only nope back to qatar <laughs> no ah oh, yep Yep, we still we're still following these characters. Yeah, and they're being led around by some local kid to his village so that they can all die. Um, <laughs> yeah, but kill my family suppose, and my friends, please. Supposedly, <laughs> they're going to be able to go there and they're going to be able to make a phone call, and uh, they have no idea that um, uh, that robot's little scorpion baby is following them underneath the sea. No, no, and it's it's so hard to spot too. And then it, <laughs> it pops out of the sand and is like, hey, motherfuckers, I'm here to kill everybody and everything. And he starts killing soldiers all over the place. Um, but uh, what's his name? Lummox? Lennox. Lummox. He's Lummox. Lummox manages to get like a cell phone. Yeah. But he needs a credit card to activate it. Which why is this? Why? It's, why is this? Because in the middle of this harrowing action scene, Michael Bay said, "You know what we need? We need some really super tired, cliched uh, customer service jokes." Yeah. So from an Arab operator. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's so funny. He's fighting for his life against the space robot, and he also has to deal with this difficult and operator. He, so then they call him. They get an airstrike ordered on this little village. Ooh, oh boy, I hope that little boy died in the original because he's regretting every decision he made helping these American soldiers. <laughs> yep, that's what you get, people and, in other countries, for helping Americans. Right. And then they mark, score, mark the, the scorpion robot with like lasers and an and a A10 warthog um, just drops every bomb. <laughs> it drops all <laughs> the bombs in the world. Uh-huh. Yep. 
and then but they don't kill it he goes back underneath the sand because his tail got chopped yeah. off and um that's it so much for the village i guess yeah. we we linger on the dead bodies and the soldiers go well we shouldn't have come here we endangered oh no, wait, not, no that's that's a different no, movie inside my none head. of that that's happens no happened. they no no characters in this movie don't have consciences or self-awareness <laughs> So then we're back at the Pentagon, and um, they're going to tell the president. Yeah, or the president's feet, anyway. His little his little red sock wearing <laughs> feet. And he's on board Air Force One. But oh no, Air Force One's got a robot. Uh, on. A little boombox robot. Yeah, because no one said, "Why is that boombox?" <laughs> Did anybody there? know whose whose radio this is? No, we'll just leave it there. And he sneaks around, and he fi- finds a computer, and he accesses the computer, and then uses the computer. I don't know. Yeah, he does the same thing that we already saw happen before. Yeah, except now he's finding out facts about Archibald Whitwicky. <gasps> but that's Sam's name. And a secret government branch called Sector 7. Oh, boy. And their top secret super secret project ice i wonder what that's going to turn out to be Uh uh-huh but oh maggie's on the case and she detects it and she's like hey pentagon (laughs) take the whole network offline could you could you do that and the pentagon is like we don't know what we're doing (laughs) we don't know why is this happening (laughs) thank goodness this young recent college graduate is on hand to to tell them what to do russia or north korea maggie's like they're like, tell Maggie, shut up. You don't know what you're talking. Keep your imagination. <laughs> she makes a copy of the signal yeah. and then leaves. And she goes to a friend's house. And then Air Force One lands and the robot escapes after killing everybody. And he jumps into a police car. Yeah. And um, he talks to the police car. And yeah. he's like, I, why are we doing this? <laughs> Can you tell me? Can you tell me why we're why we're doing this, please? Are you, are you talking to me, or are are you the little robot talking to the police car? <laughs> <laughs> but later, Sam wakes up and he hears his car turning on. Uh oh, he thinks somebody's stealing like, his car. Yeah, or yeah, I yeah. guess. And he follows his car to a junkyard, and then he sees it transform into a robot, and um. Then he sends a signal? I can't remember. Yeah. I started to he sends out. a signal into space, and meanwhile, Sam, for some reason, records a message on his phone saying that mm-hmm. his car is a robot and he loves his dog. Yeah, so. and then the cops show up and they arrest yeah. him. <sighs> Can we take a break? <laughs> Can we take a break? Can sure, we? whatever you need, man. Okay. Then Maggie takes a file to her friend Glenn, who is a hacker. Yeah, and he lives with his parents or something, and it's funny because they yell at each other a lot, and and he he loads the file into his computer, and then like 10 seconds later, the FBI is there. But not before he cracks the signal. Oh, that's right. Because he's a great hacker. And then the FBI, yeah. yeah, and you're like, you're all under arrest. And then Sam's dad bails him out of jail. And uh, Sam sees that his car is back. And he's fr- afraid of yeah. him. Um, and he, he rides away on a bicycle. And Bumblebee follows him and kills him. <laughs> the end. And, but no, he, he crashes right in front of who, Steve? Well, right in front of Michaela. What are the odds? I don't that's know. That's so crazy, right? 
and he takes off, and because she has to, because the script says so, she follows sure him. Sure she does. And he, he tries to hide from his car, and then a police car rolls up, and and he's like, hey, uh, my, my car's a robot. Please, officer who hasn't gotten out of the car for some reason. <laughs> Uh, please, please uh, do something. Arrest my car, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> what happened? The police car transforms. It's a robot in disguise, too. Oh, no. Yeah. And then, then the, the car asks if he's Ladies Man 217. Right. Because that's his ID on, on eBay. Right. Where he's, where he's and, selling his grandfather's artifacts, which, yeah. again, he does not need to sell. And so he runs away to escape, and then he runs into Michaela, and he tells her to run because there's a monster, and and then she sees the monster too, and then Bumblebee drives up, and they get in, and they have a car chase. Yeah, yeah. You want to describe the car chase, they please? Just, uh, it's just like a, please it, do it's it. just a car chase, and they yeah. they chase each other with cars. And then uh, the the cars transform into robots, and they have a fight. And Sam and Michaela are like, look at the robots fight. Yeah, and they run. And yeah. And, and then uh, the big robot uh, poops out the little robot from earlier right. who follows them. And um, she, then Michaela sees the robot and she cuts off the robot's hand. Yeah, yeah, with like a sawzall or something. They're 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 yeah. they're space robots, and you can decapitate them with a fucking sawzall from a garage. <laughs> And then Bumblebee beats up the other robot, and then he tells the humans, come with me, and then starts talking, like, with radio stuff. Yeah, because he's got one of those car radios that can also pick up TV signals. And he's like, look, it's cool. I'm, I'm an alien. <laughs> and I was just asking for help. And, um, oh, no, Frenzy's head has scanned Michaela's cell phone. Yeah. And then transformed into it and is hiding in her purse. That rascally rascal. And then they, they drive away and Michaela's like, um, why, why is he, why is he a piece of crap Camaro if he can transform into stuff? And then Bumblebee kicks him <laughs> yeah, out. And Sam's like, hey, you, away. you offended the him. End. <laughs> And then, but but no, but then he comes back and he's a brand new car. Yeah. Isn't that Gotta great? Gotta get that uh, General Motors product placement in there, don't you? Fuck yeah, you do. <laughs> <sighs> I can't do this. We're not even. I this, have no idea how much more we have. So the uh, they arrested Maggie and Glenn, and yeah. they're uh, interrogating them. And they tell Maggie and Glenn tell the army or whoever to, the FBI guys about what they found, what they decoded out of the signal, and they tell them that they know about Project Iceman. And then John Voigt comes in and he's like, "Hey, do you know things that can help?" And they're like, "Yeah." And he's like, "All right, you're on our side now. Great, come uh, with us. We're gonna tell you about Project. You know that there was a signal about Project Iceman and the Wiwikis, and then um, they." Epps and Lummox <laughs> study scorp the scorpion guys. Oh tail, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, look, high temperature, super magic bullets can hurt the robots. Yay, we can hurt them. Good. 
Then we see meteors fall from the sky. Yeah. And then Autobots come out of Sure, them, yeah. And they they scan you know, vehicles and um one of them falls in a swimming pool and a little girl for no reason <laughs> Asked if he's the Tooth Fairy. And I'm like, you need to be put down, little girl, if you think the giant robot that landed in your your pool is the Tooth Fairy. What have your parents been telling you? What have they been telling you? A giant robot will come to the house and give you a dollar in exchange for your tooth, and that's the Tooth Fairy. So then Bumblebee takes them, uh, and they meet Optimus Prime. Who's a big truck and Ratchet and Jazz? Who's a black guy? Yep, yep. It was all hip hop, even though he's been on Earth for approximately I don't know three minutes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They all have very Earth-like personalities, don't and they? And Ironhide and uh, Optimus is like, okay, sit down. I'm going to tell you about this thing we made up for the movie. So there was this all spark, <laughs> and and Megatron's like, I need to find it because it's gone. And then he's like, and your grandfather found Megatron frozen in the ice. How did he get frozen? I don't know. I don't know why he's frozen or how he got that way. Did he just stand still for too long? (laughs) He got frozen because he sucks and he's a terrible villain and he's never, ever, ever anything close to a threat. But sure. One second, Steve. I just pulled all the muscles in my calf and I'm trying to get my legs. Ah, there we go. Oh, no. That's fine. I'll leave it in. Fuck it. Hey, I'm old and I get get Charlie horses for no reason. (laughs) Whoopee! So much to look forward to, Uh, kids. The circle of life. What were you fucking talking about? This stupid fucking movie? I'm watching my my body deteriorate. And what are we talking about? How am I I spending my golden years? This is the opening of my golden years. What am I doing? I'm fucking with my friend who's 3,000 miles away. Disease is spreading across the entire country. We're setting ourselves up for another fire season. That'll be great. Maybe the rest of the state will burn down. I'm making more money than my father did, and I'm barely breaking even. But, well, fine. You know what? You know what's important? The fucking all spark in this movie. Fine. Fuck it. Fuck it, Steve. Megatron got frozen. Great. Megatron got frozen. How? I I didn't He just did. He just did. He forgot forgot to bring a coat. (laughs) (laughs) He left his coat in space. Because clearly, he must have had a coat in space. Uh Because it's way colder in space than it is on Antarctica. Yeah. Yeah. And So he left his coat in space and he froze. Um, great grandpa or grandpa discovered the Megatron and um, accidentally activated Megatron's navigational system. Okay, fine. Sure. And that imprinted Cybertronian um, graffiti all over his glasses, but it's microscopic. So you can't see yeah. That. Yeah. And that revealed That's, the location yeah. of the Allspark. Again, he found it and then <sighs> he froze himself. Yep. Yep. He didn't call anybody. He just found it uh-huh. and immediately got frozen. And we can't let the Decepticons have it because they would use use it um, to give life to all of Earth's machines and create a new army of Decepticons, and that would make everybody go extinct. Sure, yeah. Hey, Steve. Yeah, yeah. The movie is called what? Transformers. And we've just met the Transformers how far into the movie? Like about six hours. Okay, so who have we actually been... Why wasn't this called Witwicky? <laughs> I I have a better question. Oh, do you? Good. S- since the Transformers are people... <laughs> yes. ...and have personalities and can talk, why wasn't the movie just about them from the beginning? I, that was I was thinking that too. Why why did they why did they make it like a Godzilla movie? I where know. like 
Like, uh, I mean, it may, it makes sense with Godzilla because Godzilla can't Godzilla talk. Godzilla don't you can't talk. Make a, you can't make a movie about Godzilla. You have to have some humans doing something. But the Transformers can talk. <laughs> why not just, why not have, why introduce a Transformer in the first 10 minutes? So, okay, so after all this, Sam says, hey, you know what? Let's take you someplace. Does he take him to a junkyard where they could probably comfortably hang out? No. no. Does he take him no, to he, a warehouse where they could probably comfortably doesn't. hang out? No. He, he takes him back home. He takes He's, him to his house. Giant three-story tall robots. Yeah, he takes them to his house, and they they trample stuff. And then uh, uh, Optimus uh, Prime says something uh, awful that I never thought I'd ever hear him say. Doesn't he say "my bad"? Uh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Had, when that did he pick scene. that up? <laughs> when did they learn English? They learned English from our. Doesn't he say something at some point later in the movie? Like they learned human languages from our transmissions or some. I don't know. It's it's. I don't know. <laughs> Sam gets know. his glasses. <sighs> After she has a really embarrassing um, talk in front of uh, Michaela concerning yeah. Sam constant jerking off. His it's... constant jerking off. She's like, <laughs> okay, listen, you're really lucky that you've been able to say more than three sentences and spend more than two hours with him because he's constantly jerking off. We're running out of towels <laughs> all the time. <laughs> It's the comic relief scene that will not end. But hey, Steve. Ugh, anyway. They get the glasses. Yeah. And now we get to be introduced to yet another thing that was yeah. totally important, right? More more characters show up. And who are they? Isn't that great? Th- these are the, the agents of, of uh, Sector 7. Uh-huh. And they arrest yeah. Sam and Michaela. Yeah. And they uh, try to get information about about the aliens. And then um, Optimus Prime uh, destroys their car. Yeah. And um, Bumblebee pees on one. Sure he does. Not just yep. one, but on, 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 uh, on, on, you know. On the John, the John Turturro guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then he and pees I think on it's Ironhide. Him. He pees on him. Yeah. And then Ironhide is like, hey, stop peeing on that guy. You're, you're. <laughs> Don't you, you? That's rude. What are you doing? They're not humans. Stop they don't it. do what we do. They're not. Why they're not into. Even... They're not into water sports. We love it. <laughs> they're not like us. They Bumblebee. don't like fecal play, and they don't like what. Well, some of them do. <laughs> if we were in Germany, this would be more acceptable. But we're not. We're not in Germany. God damn it, Bumblebee. <laughs> and then the radio starts playing. I'm sorry. <laughs> so sorry. And Optimus is like, how come you're not afraid of us or surprised? And um, while they're talking, they alert the military. Yeah. And they track down Optimus Prime and the kids. All the other Autobots split up. And Bumblebee has to save them before they fall off the Optimus. Optimus is hiding under a bridge. Yeah. Uh And then they get captured. Yeah. They get captured. Well, yeah, Bumblebee gets captured. Along with with everybody. Yeah. And um, everybody's taken to Sector 7. Yeah, them, Glenn, Maggie, the jocks. Everybody shows up. (laughs) Everybody. And guess where Sector 7 is? Is it a super secret military base somewhere, I bet? It's inside Hoover Dam. That's impossible. No, it turns no. out that's why they that's, built Hoover Dam. Hoover Dam is solid concrete. There's nothing inside no. of it or it would fail it, and... F- 
Sector 7's inside of it. There's so much cement in it that even in the center of it, it's still curing, Steve. That's that's why they built it. No, they didn't. They built it for that's, power needs. No, it's for it's to hide the giant space robot. That's why they built it. The president said, build a dam and put the robot in it. Oh, and that's okay. Hoover Dam. And there's now then they're shown what Project Iceman is and what is uh, Project Iceman. It's a uh, big frozen Megatron. Oh no! Yeah, I know. Sam tries to tell him, "Hey, Megatron's real bad." And they're like, "Shut up!" And they're like, <laughs> "All spark." <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. They also have the all spark, which is, is in all another spark? room. It's what? What is this? It's like a big Borg cube. <laughs> And they have and and they have wires attached to it, mm-hmm. and they and they can show you how it works. They can they take they take them into another little room, and they take somebody's cell phone and put it in like a little aquarium, uh-huh. and then they flip a switch, and a little bit of the energy from the AllSpark goes into the aquarium, and the and the phone turns into a robot and starts crawling around. Oh. Yay. So, yeah, it's, and, I guess But it turns out that bad. all of our modern technology has been reversed engineered from Megatron's body. Oh, so yeah. So, fuck human ingenuity. It's because yeah, we that... found this robot who apparently had CD players and televisions in his body. <laughs> sure. You know? Sure. Because you can reverse engineer any technology What's this? from like any other arm, technology. His arms are made out of atomic bombs. Great. Oh, cool. Oh, yay. And um, they're like, the AllSpark can give any technology life because we based it off of Megatron is the implication. Uh, but it usually proves that they're real violent yeah. to organic things. And they show them by taking Glenn's cell phone and putting some AllSpark juice in it. And the phone phone turns into a, a tiny little racial stereotype. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What does it turn into, yeah. Steve? What does the Japanese phone turn into? It turns into like a little kamikaze thing, a little yeah, uh, like samurai a looking. Samurai guy yeah. with little swords, and he's like, "Gasso, I kill you!" Ah. Yeah, and and he apparently has unlimited ammunition because <laughs> he just starts shooting at the the glass, uh-huh. and he just he never runs out of bullets. Oh, but yep. remember, Michaela's phone is actually a robot. Oh, that's right. And it sneaks out. Michaela's person and goes, "Oh, look, the Allspark!" And he starts humping, humping on it, and it, <laughs> and it builds up back his body. And then he yeah. sends out a signal telling, I guess, other Decepticons found the yeah. Allspark. Yeah, other Decepticons that. I guess I've just been hanging out this whole time. Yeah, around the world. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. there's like Starscream, who's a fire jet, and a bunch of others. And they're all coming to Hoover Dam, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. the Autobots um, figure out where the AllSpark is. And they're also going to the dam. Oh, no. And then Optimus says that, um, I'm going to sacrifice myself by absorbing all the AllSpark energy into, into my own. And that'll destroy it. And it'll also blow up me, but I'm Optimus Prime. And if this movie allowed any of you to spend any significant amount of time with me, you would feel concerned. <laughs> Luckily, that doesn't happen, and you have no reason to care whatsoever. That's right. And then the little robot that came from Michaela's phone um, uh, breaks out Megatron, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, how is how is Ice stopping a machine? I don't know. How is Ice stopping Megatron from moving around? He's not a person. He was, he was froze. He's not a fucking woolly mammoth. How? <laughs> how? <laughs> he was froze. 
and then he starts waking up and yeah. Sam tells the, the big shot military guy um, with uh, Lummox backing him up that Bumblebee doesn't threaten anybody and they'll fight a, fight help fight against Megatron and then uh, I didn't realize yeah and then Bumblebee woke up and uh, what he transforms oh yeah he transforms the Allspark into like a portable form because originally yeah. it's huge yeah and now it's it's you can just carry it around yeah it's you know with all spark for your pocket a pocket spark sure exactly it's a mini all spark it's a mini spark and then they escape from the ba- dam why are they escaping i don't know <laughs> <laughs> why are they leaving the incredibly secure location uh-huh <laughs> and then they go to a nearby town. What town is it? Nobody knows. What city is it? I thought it should be L.A. Uh, not L.A., but Las Vegas. Yeah. <sighs> I think it is L.A., though, which makes no sense because they were in Hoover Dam. Yeah. And now they're all of a sudden in L.A. It may not be L.A. Maybe it's not, but I th- I, I thought it was, but maybe. I, I don't think they ever explicitly say. They never say, say what right. town they, it is. They never, and it's yeah. not a town, it's a city. Yeah. But, uh-oh, yeah, Megatron breaks free and Starscream's like, it's about fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> The Autobots have gotten away, and they have the AllSpark, and Megatron's like, oh, well, I had it, but then I sat down for a few minutes to think, and I froze myself. I know I'm a robot. Why are you looking at me that way? We can travel through space, which is infinitely colder than the Arctic Circle. How did I freeze? Why did I freeze? (laughs) Just go get me that AllSpark, you numbskull. Uh-huh. But he blames yeah. it all on Starscream. And he's like, I was yep. just waiting for you to... What the fuck? <laughs> You're the leader! <laughs> <laughs> so they go... They're going to go get the AllSpark. And um, the little cellular robot stayed at the dam. And um, then Agent whatever's face and Secretary who gives a fuck and Maggie <laughs> and Glenn um, go into a storeroom and they get a Morse code message. Why? Sure. Why is this? Why? And they say, hey, Air Force, robots. <laughs> and, uh, but then the robot came in and followed them. And while Glenn is fixing the machinery to send the messages, because he apparently knows how to fix a Morse code machine. Sure. <laughs> if, you're, if, if you're a hacker, you're, you know everything. Yeah, and yeah. Um, that Simons and other guy shoot at him, the little robot yeah. who got in there, and um, he's sh- shooting flying blades at everybody. Um, and then uh, he shoots one, and it ricochets, and it cuts his head off. And now he's yeah. dead. He's definitely Despite dead now. Despite the fact that the last time he got his head chopped off, he wasn't dead. Yeah. This time, he's because he had to kill himself, I guess. I don't. I guess. Don't. Yeah. I don't know. He got his head sure. chopped off earlier. Wasn't dead. Head chopped off this time. Totally dead. Right. Definitely dead. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Meanwhile, on the highway, they meet a bad guy. The Autobots meet a bad guy, and uh, Optimus and that guy fight, and they go over an overpass, and they kill a bunch of people on this highway <laughs> and um but then uh, optimus kills him and yeah. it's just a fucking mess of you don't know who's fighting who no it's like watching two sentient junkyards just smash into each other mm-hmm. and then the military yeah. and the autobots are setting up like defenses but then megatron shows up and he's like fuck you and they start <laughs> they start destroying everything and and they fight a couple Ironhide and Ratchet and then 
Starscream uh, uh, hurts Bumblebee. Yeah. And destroys his legs. And then Lummox calls for, in for air support because it's all he knows how to fucking do is when he's in too deep against robots, call in air support. <laughs> but all the jets have been shot down by Starscream. So he tells Sam to take yeah. the all support. Hey, little boy in high school. <laughs> Take the thing that can end us and and go to the highest building and use a flare to get an escape on on a helicopter. You know, those slow-moving things that I'm sure Starscream could kill nine times over. (laughs) Do that. Do that. Don't give the AllSpark to one of the the giant good guy robots. Don't even give it to a trained soldier. No. No, you take it, high school kid. Yeah. You take it and run away uh-huh. by yourself. <laughs> but that that yeah. doesn't work because the, uh, the Autobots are going to, we're going to protect you. And then um, Jazz gets torn apart by Megatron. Yeah. Bye, Jazz. Boy, you were my even favorite when, a... when you were voiced by Scatman Crothers back in the cartoon. But you're it, dead now, I guess. Even, even when it's robots, the black guy dies first. Well, here's the thing. Is he dead? He's a robot. He's a ro- Just put him back together. Bumblebee has had his legs destroyed. That's true. We saw a cell phone, cell phone robot have his head chopped off twice. Yeah, yeah. But, just put him, just fix him. Yeah. And He's a robot. <laughs> um... But um, Sam accidentally does the, the why he, they give it to him. He he accidentally uses the all spark to shoot its jizz into like a bunch of <laughs> like machines. a soda machine. It's like a car and like a Mountain uh, Dew. Totally a not machine. a product placement machine. Of course not. Why? We of course not. And they start killing people all over the place. <laughs> and then Thanks, Sam. Finally, Optimus Prime shows up saying. Um, one shall stand, one shall fall. Why? What? At last, the epic battle we've all been waiting that for. That has not been established or introduced <laughs> because the Transformers are side characters. Exactly. And then they they start fucking... Yeah, they fight and fight and they fight and fight and fight. And, and fight. then, um, but Megatron is still wanting Sam. And Sam gets on the building and he almost gets to the helicopter, but it's destroyed. Who would have figured that? <laughs> who, who, who would have known that that was the flaw in that plan? Sam's, and then Megatron's like, I'll let you live as my pet and you can wax me and I can get to pee on you all the time because that's what we like to do. It's just what we do. And he's like, I don't want to be peed on. And then Megatron's like, I'll kill you. And then Sam falls <laughs> off the building. And Optimus catches Sam. And then they fall to the ground. And Sam would still have died. I don't know how. <laughs> to, to, just because you're being carried by something doesn't mean you survive. It's not. You still hit the ground pretty hard. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Megatron, um, they fight more. And Michaela has chained the legless bumblebee to a tow truck. And she's pulling. Because you got to give her something to yeah, do. While he shoots, she's driving. And mm. then, with the help of some other Autobots, Lummox and the other guy kill some more robots. And then Optimus tells Sam, Kill me. <laughs> Shove the all spark <laughs> yeah. in my chest. But yeah. Sam goes, Maha! And instead, shoves it in Megatron's chest and it kills him. It doesn't because he comes back later in other movies. <laughs> But it sort of kills him for, for a little while. Megatron stands, uh, sorry, Optimus stands over Megatron and uh, he pees on him. <laughs> <laughs> the end. 
If only. Yeah. No, he laments. He <laughs> actually sounds sad, and he calls. Yeah, him I. He's brother. like, you gave me no choice, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andre, we were brothers, man. Yeah, and then Bumblebee. Yeah. After all that, he gets his ability to speak again. Sure, and no he, reason for that. And he wants to remain with Sam because he likes all of his testosterone, his hormone fueled decisions yeah and they say sector sector seven is dismantled and that all the decepticon bodies have been dumped in the sea (laughs) where the cold and the pressure should keep them from ever being retrieved right steve because and i can't stress this enough they got here by flying in space (laughs) not in ships they just showed up uh, from space. Then, but sure, sinking them to the bottom of the ocean, cut, that should do it. We cut to Michaela and Sam, and they're on Bumblebee, and what are they doing? They're making out. They're kissing. Yeah. Because this is a movie. And, and Bumblebee's like, no oh, yeah. way. There's no. no way, Steve. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, makes no sense at no, all. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But Optimus is watching him, and he's like yeah. standing oh, there yeah. watching the sunset, and he's like, "Oh, the Soul Spark was destroyed, so I can't fix my planet. I guess we'll live here." And then he sends an invitation to all the Autobots that are still looking for the All Spark. I guess I don't know. Yeah, they come to Earth because Earth totally likes things that are different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, you'll be welcomed here. Come here, it'll be great. Everything will be great. The end. Oh, and yeah. then we have the worst credits, uh, post-credits oh, scene. Yeah. And what is it? Well, well, first we get some more great, hilarious comedy from Sam's parents. Yeah. That's good. And then we get a little shot of Starscream flying into space. Are we sure it's Starscream? Uh, it's, it's it's some Decepticon thing. I don't know. And then, then the movie's over? That's the end of the movie. Hooray, then. Steve. Yay. Tell me how much you hated it. Oh, oh. so I have, a, I actually, I was, I was curious about something. Um, what? You know how sometimes... Like, you hear about a movie, and it sounds really awful, but when you finally see it, you're pleasantly surprised because it's not as bad as you thought yeah, exactly. it would be? exactly. Okay, I was just curious if you if you knew about I've that. I've experienced um, that before. Okay, because, I mean, you know, uh, that didn't happen with this oh, movie. Oh, okay. I was just, you know, I was I was wondering. getting ready to hit um, the dump button on Skype, <laughs> buddy boy. <laughs> no, um, so this movie is wall-to-wall garbage. Which which is appropriate because you know because of their shitty character designs, all the transformers in the yeah, movie look like big piles of garbage. Well lit, well filmed garbage. Sure. Uh, <laughs> um, they, I mean, they they look like giant heaps of scrap metal in roughly anthropomorphic configurations, lurching back and forth on screen and occasionally smashing into each other, and incredibly. They are by far the most interesting part of the movie, and they don't even show up until like an hour in, by which point we've already been introduced to like 87 different human characters, none of whom are remotely interesting, any one of whom could have been graphically murdered in close-up at any point during the film's runtime, and I would not have given a shit. I do not care about any of these people. The question that I keep asking myself is why? 
Why is most of this shit even here? Why is there not one but two MacGuffins, the Allspark and Sam's grandfather's fucking glasses? We gotta Why? find the MacGuffin to find the MacGuffin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Didn't you learn anything <laughs> from Rise look, of Skywalker? Finding, you gotta find the thing to find the thing to find the thing. Finding a thing is boring, but finding a thing to find a thing? Yeah. That's, that's storytelling, my friend. What? Why do we get exposition from Optimus Prime at the beginning if he just tells us all that stuff again when he meets Sam? I don't know. Why is why is there so much unnecessary backstory that they're still introducing it 90 minutes in? I don't why, know. Why the random alternate history? Why is there a fucking establishing shot of the Pentagon followed by a lower third informing us that we're at the Pentagon? I don't know. Why, why all the frantic, flop-sweat-drenched comedy? I don't know. I, which, by the way... Can we just talk about what a shitty sense of humor Michael Bay has? Because he didn't write it. <laughs> I feel yeah, yeah, it's none of this is his fault. I feel like whenever people discuss his shortcomings as a filmmaker, and they are many, we focus on different things. We focus like on on his shot length or how he shamelessly sexualizes all his female characters or just generally how loud and dumb his movies are. But yeah. he also has the worst sense of humor. Every time something allegedly funny happens in this movie, I picture him on set standing next to the camera just fucking giggling like Beavis and Butthead. He's got the sense of humor of a tone-deaf wannabe jock bully. Yeah. And it's one of the things I fucking despise the most about his quote-unquote style as a director. Um, why weren't there thousands of pissy, disgruntled nerds whining about this movie destroying their childhoods on the internet for years and years and years? Because I can't imagine anyone with a strong attachment to the classic cartoon thinking this is anything but 150 minutes of fucking dog shit. <laughs> I mean, it's so bad. Because it's so it wasn't bad. made for them. Oh, yeah, I know. And I, I'm sure a lot of them just were like, oh, I'm just not even going to see it because it obviously was it just wasn't that. But like, it's so bad. It actually in a weird way, it actually makes me appreciate Armageddon because at <laughs> least Armageddon, at least Armageddon had a had a fairly direct, easy to understand story buried underneath all of its Michael Bay bullshit. Yep. Um, that's not the case here. Nope. The story, there's, the, like I said, there's two MacGuffins. There's the story following the soldiers. There's the story following Sam and his bullshit relationship with Mika Michaela that I, I don't buy for a second. There's the John Voight stuff and, you know, with Rachel Taylor and Anthony Anderson at the Pentagon. And then fucking John Turturro shows up halfway through the movie. Mm -hmm. And there's all these characters working themselves up doing the half-ass comedy shtick. Yeah. And then we cut to an establishing crane shot or B-roll that looks like it was taken from from a fucking military recruitment ad. Uh -huh. And then, oh, oh yeah, the Autobots show up at some point and they act like assholes for no reason other than some... they're all brand new cars. They're all brand new cars, all brand new General Motors cars. Um, and then suddenly, even though we've just met them and we have no sense of their personalities at all and we have no idea who they are or what they want or why we should like them or dislike them, suddenly the Autobots are noble guardians of humanity willing to sacrifice themselves to protect Earth and the Decepticons show up and they have no personalities at all nope. and they're even more nondescript and interchangeable than the Autobots and there's a big cube that becomes a little cube and the fucking robots fight a lot and then the fight's over and then the movie ends and there was never a second that I felt the slightest emotional investment in any of it. 
it's like it's 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 literally impossible for me to conceive this story even existing as a script. It would have to be bound in human flesh and inked in blood. You mean and the Necronomicon? It, <laughs> and reading it would drive you insane. <laughs> How can you possibly? I just, I mean, the, the, it's so incoherent. It makes their individual scenes make no sense internally. No, it's not just that. It's not just that character motivations don't make sense according to the plot of the movie within individual scenes people act in ways that make absolutely no sense that they have no reason to act mm -hmm. this movie is terrible yep. it's one of the it's one of the worst movies we've ever reviewed on this show oh my god it's fucking awful the first thought <laughs> i had when it was finally over was i thought of that old cliche you know this is why we can't have nice things but I thought about it, and upon reflection, I need to revise that. Because this movie and its Fuck Me 5 sequels yep. are not the reason we can't have nice things. They're the reason we don't deserve nice things. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is a bad, bad, bad movie. All right, all right. Go sit down. Now it's your it's your turn. Take, it's take your, your turn pill. now. Take your I'm pill. Gonna, It'll be I'm okay. I'm going to go to my new. I'm going to go to my neutral corner. Okay. <laughs> All right. I agree with Steve. This is a bad, bad movie. Hey, Steve. Yeah, man. Who's the main character in this film? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's Sam I Whitmicky. don't know. It's Sam uh, Sure. I, I guess. Between Sam he and Michaela, which character is more interesting? <sighs> Probably Michaela. Yeah, Michaela. I mean, yeah. Sam just kind of runs around and he's a dork, right? Things happen <laughs> yeah, to exactly. him. Like, he, until the end, is like, here, take this and run up to the top of the building, Sam. I'm okay. And then he goes. <laughs> right? Yep, that's it. That's our Sam. It's a bunch of shit happening around him. And it's not really, we're not invested in him. I'm At least I'm not invested in him. I don't give a shit if he gets a car. I don't give a shit if he gets a girlfriend. Michaela is actually somebody who has stuff about her, right? Yeah. She's got stuff. But she's relegated to the trophy. She's the trophy. She's Sam's reward for all of yeah. his not really doing. Oh, he stabbed Megatron at the end. Whoopie fucking do. Thank God for that. This movie was called Transformers and it wasn't really about the Transformers, was it? Mm -mm. All the big mm -mm. fights were between the Transformers, but we didn't get to spend any time with them as characters to be invested in anything that they were going through at all. If you're going to name a movie Transformers, fuck Sam Witwicky and his, you know, need to put his penis inside of this hot girl who in real life would have nothing to do with it. Yeah. But instead, that's what we focus on. It, it should have been told from the perspective of Optimus Prime and his dudes, right? Sure, that'd Earth, be one way to go. Having to adjust yeah. to Earth, misinterpret, you know, not understanding what's happening. They meet a guy named Sam Witwicky that kind of helps him out a little bit. But we need to establish Megatron and Optimus. They got some beef, and yeah. they've got to fight it out. Nothing in this movie makes any sense. Nothing. <laughs> I think they were told spend this amount of money, have this many robot fights. We got to have Shia LaBeouf in there, otherwise people won't go see it. You're making a nostalgia movie, guys. You're betting on people who like the, the Transformers thing back in the 80s is going to watch this. Why the fuck did you approach this movie this way? Why was it when you sat down and you said, hey, let's make it so that when they transform out of cars that all the robots kind of look exactly the same? <laughs> <laughs> right? So uh, when they start fighting as robots, we can't tell the difference between who's fighting who. 
<sighs> Do you know how long it took them to figure that out? Until Bumblebee, which I was came out say, what, two years ago. Four movies. I saw. I did. I didn't see Bumblebee, but I saw the character designs for Bumblebee, and I thought, yeah. oh, they finally figured it out. Yeah, Bumblebee after so- four movies. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't. They did. Yeah. They did not. They, this is not. No. No. This movie is bad, and it was made. I'm sure for people to sit down, spend their money, and then eat some popcorn, and go ma ha ha, and then they leave, and it just kind of all the explosions and everything else just washes over. There's potential here for a good movie, and they did. They decided, well, why try? Why try? <laughs> Fuck it. Let's make up this huge convoluted story about Megatron being frozen and the AllSpark and Sam Witwitty's grandfather and Section 7 and the military guys and the guys in the secret base and then the hackers and then you're like, why? Why? Why is this not a simple story? Why? It's about, it's about giant space robots There are two clans of space robots that don't like each other. Why is this that complicated? Do you think if you made it complicated it would seem more grown up? It's still at its base about giant robots that don't like each other. That's why we came. We didn't come to watch Sam Witwicky or any of the other human people. We came to watch the robots. God. Give us the fucking robots. God damn it. Why is why is Bumblebee so invested in Sam getting laid? Why? Ugh. Does Bumblebee know what getting laid means? <laughs> He's a robot. This movie is lazy, it's awful, it's dumb. Everything that Steve said, and I included here. You might have fun if you don't invest anything in it, but then why are you watching a movie? Why are you going? Do something else. I, I believe in mindless fun, but my kind of mindless fun is riding on a roller coaster. Because I don't I'm not invested in the plot of a roller coaster. <laughs> I'm not like, well, the beginning of the roller coaster really just led, you know, it was a little bit of a disappointment because it didn't prepare me for the thrills and spills in the middle part. And then I think the ending was kind of just bland as a pimply teenager let me off the roller coaster. <laughs> there's four more. There's four of these, right? Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, from what I understand, they got more convoluted and weird as they kept going. Uh, Transformers 2 had two racist caricatures in it. <sighs> that 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 uh, you know what I owe Jar Jar Binks an apology because it was almost like <laughs> Michael Bay said hold my beer I'm gonna make something so outrageously racist that people are gonna like what the fuck are you doing but that's the second movie which we'll never review on this show because this is going <sighs> to be the only Transformers movie that we're going to review unless something really really good happens and and Michael Bay doesn't have anything to do with it and they make a new movie and it stars Optimus Prime. <laughs> This was a lazy idea to start with. Let's take a toy line. Let's take a popular toy line and a, and a cartoon from the 1980s, and let's turn it into a fairly cheap movie. And Steven Spielberg says, I need money to make my unpopular films, my, my lukewarm kind of bland sci-fi films that I've been pumping out for the last 10 to 20 years. I've given up, everybody. I'm Steven Spielberg. I just want to see how many fucking houses I can buy before the end. <laughs> And we got this. Michael Bay makes really pretty commercials, but this is... We didn't even touch on the sexism of it. And boy, oh boy, there's no time that he's not shooting Megan Fox and not using the male gaze. No. Which is usually right around her butt and her crotch area. 
So, no, I don't like it. Steve, recommend, not recommend, classic, not classic, great. No, it's none of those <laughs> things. Fuck it. Fuck you, movie. Fuck it. I want my Optimus Prime back. <sighs> it's bad. Steve, recommend so a movie bad. to the nice people. You know what? I'm not even fucking around with this. Go watch the cartoon movie. <laughs> Like, Thank you. That's my recommendation is I'm Transformers trapped. the movie from 1986. It is by no stretch of the imagination a masterpiece. No. Or even a very good movie in a lot of ways. No. But it's 90 minutes. It's all robots. It's about the there Transformers. Are like, it's about the Transformers. There's like two fucking human characters in the whole thing. Yep. Um, it's got and Spock in it. Sp- yeah, Leonard Nimoy's in it. Orson, Orson Welles, Welles is in it. Uh, Robert Stack. I mean, the voice cast is if is 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 pretty good. And yeah, it's. I mean, it's a Transformers movie. If you like the Transformers, if you like the toys, if you like the cartoon, it, you know, it's a good movie. And it's one of the. It's the movie where the producer said, "Let's try to make the kids cry." Oh yeah, they did. Let's let's try to make them cry in the first act. Actually, and they what did. They, the, the the thing they got was we have to kill off all the other characters because the toy line is coming out with new new toys. Right, exactly. People are going to, they're going to want the old toys. They're not going to want the new toys. Can you oh, imagine want if the they had toy. done that with He-Man? <laughs> they just killed everybody. New toys are coming out. Everybody got to die now. <laughs> Skeletor and He-Man are locked in, locked in battle as they fall off a cliff. And Skeletor's driving, driving that ram staff into his chest. And yes. He-Man's stabbing him in the face at the same time. And, <sighs> Just, they just you fall on Castle Grayskull and it explodes and everybody dies just, and the sorcerer dies. You hear like just this 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 wail of of terrified, traumatized children go up all over the country at the same time. Oh my god! The only one that's left, Orko, is obliterated. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. The only one that's left alive is Man at Arms, so he can weep into his open hands. <laughs> So the new toys can come up and go, don't worry, buddy. And then he's like, oh, hey, and everything's fine. <laughs> and everything's fine. Yep. That, so that's your so recommendation? That's my recommendation. See the see the cartoon movie. It's half as long and twice as good. Okay, so here's mine. Here's a little movie that a whole lot of people didn't go see because, holy shit, does it have a bummer of an ending. Ooh. A much bigger bummer of an ending than the short story that it was based on. It's made by our good friend Frank Darabont, who's done <gasps> things like The Green Mile and The Shawshank Redemption. He does a lot of he does a lot of stuff with Stephen King, right? Mm-hmm. And that movie is called The Mist. Ooh, and if you yeah. haven't seen The Mist, it's a gold fashion it's a gold fashion monster movie. And Frank Darabont originally wanted to shoot the whole thing in black and white, and the studio went no, and he said okay, fine. <laughs> And it stars Thomas Jane and, and uh, Marsha Gay Harden. And if you want to have a good time, turn it off about five minutes before the end of the movie. Because if you stick around long enough, boy, oh boy, does this movie have some goddamn balls on it, don't it, Steve? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. It's, it's a really, really good, good movie. scary movie. It's got a bunch of goopy monsters in it. It's really good. Go see it, The Mist. Hey, Steve. <sighs> yeah? Guess what time it is? Oh, it's that it's that time again it's when time I have to, for make, you a to terrib- make a terrible choice. <laughs> it's, oh boy! Now's oh the time good. where Steve picks blindly from three movies that I have selected. Doesn't know what the movies are, and he has to pick one, and that's going to be the next movie we're going to review. So, Steve, A, B, or C, do it. Uh, uh, <laughs> B. B. Oh. 
Thank Christ. Oh, good. Okay, this is good. So all of these run on a certain theme. Had he picked A, we would have watched the last good movie that Francis Ford Coppola made, called Apocalypse Now. Okay, yeah. Had he picked C, we would have killed ourselves. Oh, good. Because we would have watched the movie whose pitch I heard when I saw the poster is when Michael Bay walked into a production company and he said, it's like Saving Private Ryan meets Titanic. And that movie is Pearl Harbor. Oh, thank God. But he picked B, another Mm. war story. So the movie that we're going to review is Stanley Kubrick's Paths of Glory. Oh, that's good news. So if you want to get all the jokes as we make fun of this super funny Happy Time movie, then please go watch Paths of Glory before our next our next oh, pod drop or whatever it's fucking called. I don't know. And that's it. We're done. <sighs> For late seating. This has been Jason Harding. And go see a movie this week. And this has been Steve Shives. Always remember, she's a criminal. And criminals are hot. What? It's an actual line from the film we just reviewed. Who's a criminal? She is a criminal. Who's she? Her over there. Oh, her? Yeah, over there. That's grandma. What do you mean grandma's hot? What's wrong with you? Grandma, she's Steve a... thinks you're hot. Because don't don't get her attention. I'm don't, don't lick your lips. Oh, What's grandma, wrong with you, Grandma? I'm, He's my friend. Grandma, what are you grandma, pointing at? It. Oh my God, what is going on between you and she, my grandmother? Uh, she's coming over. Okay, no, Grandma. You we'll, just we'll, said she was hot. What's wrong with you? Because she's a criminal, not because she's a grandma. You're like twisting it around. Oh, so the criminal outweighs the grandma part of it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, How do you know she's a criminal? Grandma, come on. Because, oh, come on, I've seen her. I've seen what she Why does. Why is she I'll getting in your around. car? Huh? Why is she getting in your car? Grandma. I, I, I should go. I, we have to go. Were those her panties that just fell out the, the, the passenger window? Grandma, I'll be right there. No, you won't. Gotta go. Where did we go? <laughs> what just happened? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that's that's the, uh, the the beauty and the tragedy of, of uh, undirected improv, isn't <laughs> Had it? nothing to do with the Transformers. <laughs> I imply that you're oh. fucking my grandma in your car as soon as this podcast is over. Oh, hey, the, the car is Bumblebee, by the way. <laughs> so, Great, so you're going to fuck my grandma and Bumblebee while he watches? No, wait a minute. No, not Bumblebee. What's the other one? What's the red Bumblebee? There's a note. There's another one, another transfer. He wasn't in this fucking movie, Who but gives he was a like, fuck? he doesn't he looked, matter. He's just red Bumblebee. He looked just like Bumblebee, but <laughs> but it was totally was another red. toy you had to buy. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't um, know. Say goodbye to the nice people. Goodbye to the nice people. <laughs> Bye everybody. <laughs> Bye everybody. You stay away from my grandma. Grandma. No, now she's driving away. See what you did? I. Oh, yeah, it's my fault. I cock blocked you. Oh no. <laughs> Help. Now I'll help. <laughs> now I'll never what have, have I sex done to with our your friendship? grandma. <laughs>
Late Seating is a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to support Late Seating or any of the other Lemmy Listen productions for as little as $1 a month, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash Listen. And thanks for listening. <laughs>